0: Well, it will interest you to know that that skit that you just saw was written by Christy Moore. Amen. Amen. Father, we just thank you so much for your love. God ministered to us love from heaven, the women really know love. Thank you Father in Jesus name. Amen. I really encourage you to attend Sunday school. It's very important. I decided to keep saying this is so important. Some people listen, some don't. And it's okay. My job is to let you know that this is very important. Make yourself available before His Word. You know, the Bible tells us this. Mary was very busy. Uh, Martha, sorry. She was real busy in the house. Trying to take care of Jesus. In the natural world, think, man, what's wrong with Mary? Why can't Mary help Martha. 'Cause she's entertaining the Lord. And Mary sat at the feet of Jesus just listening to his words. And Martha was upset, you know the story. She went to him and said, Don't you care? Tell my sister to come and help. Jesus said, You're worried about a lot of stuff. There is only one thing that is needful. And Mary, she's got the good part, and it will not be taken away from her. As far as God is concerned, the word is more important than anything else. You have to place yourself in a place where the word is being spoken. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So I encourage you Sunday school also on Wednesday night. If you're having difficulties, you struggle, you're struggling, I'm speaking on a message that titled No Confidence in the Flesh. He should help you. I believe it will help to understand our nature and how God can help us overcome. Amen. Now what you just heard was natural human love speaking. See, natural human love will only, especially the part that I don't want anything to do with the sister. Natural human love has failed us. It's never worked. That's the only thing we know. If you're not born again, all we have is natural human love. It's the flower that we know It's most beautiful that is poisoned. It doesn't last very much. It's a lot of difficulties where it is, it won't hold or hold your home together. Before long, natural human love is failed. And divorce sets in. It's a lot of fight in the home. Because natural human love cannot make it. God had to do something. In the Old Testament, uh, God tried to control the people by giving them a lot of laws uh, to love one another. And He commanded them. This is drawn from the Old Testament. You must love the Lord your God and your neighbor as yourself. And then He gave them a lot of rules and regulations to help them to do it. But they really couldn't do it because it wasn't in them. It has to be in you, coming out of you, uh, to reach the world. So that is where the Lord comes in. Jesus Christ Himself. He is love. When Jesus was born, love was born in the earth. This was a new kind of love that came from heaven. It was never here before. It was nowhere to be found in any man's heart. Jesus was the first man to truly walk in love on the earth. He brought... The love of God from heaven. And when you are born again, you are born of love. Because the Bible says, God is love. And if you are born of God, then you are born of love. So love is your parent. Love is God. The new creation is a love creation. Born out of love. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation, a new creature. This new creation has the nature of the Father. He is love. He is born of love. That's why the Bible tells us that. If any man be in Christ, is a new creation. The old, the old life is gone, totally gone. You are a new creature, completely new, born out of love. And love is in your heart. This is the creation that God can actually com- command. That's why Jesus calls causes my commandment. It's a new commandment for His people. Because now we can obey Him. Because the love is already there. You are born of love. And you can love God. And that's why the Bible tells us in 1 John uh, chapter 4, verse 20. It says, if a man says he loves God and doesn't love God, his neighbor. He's a liar. He doesn't love God. Because if you have been born of God, if you have been born of the Spirit of God, and you have love in your heart, you have enough love to love God and your neighbor. And if you don't love your neighbor, then you really don't have God's love because He's not there. God is love. So the new creation is a love creation. The Christian life is a love way. God said of Abraham, He will bring His children and teach them to follow the way. This is the new way. When Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no one ever imagined that He was talking about the cross. The cross is the way. Love gives, and He gives all. So Jesus gave Himself. The cross was love's method of war against sin. So we follow the cross. And we follow Jesus. And Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. That's not trying to be good. That says you already have goodness in you. And because you have goodness in you, you are following the Lord himself. And you are carrying your cross of love. And you are at war with the enemy. To free mankind. And to love. As Jesus did. Amen. So he poured his love into our hearts. and Into the heart of the new creation. In Romans chapter 5 verse 5. It says now hope does not disappoint. Because the love of God has been poured out. In our hearts. For the new creation. The love of God has been poured out into your heart by the Holy Spirit who was given to us that's how God poured his love you remember how Jesus was born how was he conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit that overshadowed Mary and the birth of love came now when the Holy Spirit is poured out into your life you receive the new birth Love. The love of God is poured out into our heart by the Holy Spirit. Now when this love of God comes into your heart, it leaves no room for anything else. It defeats everything that's evil. Even fear. There is no fear in love. Scripture says, Perfect love casts out all fear. Yes. That's why the Bible says... In, in First Timothy, I believe. Second Timothy, I believe, uh, chapter one, uh, chapter one, verse six. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And you can go back again to Romans chapter eight, and God says from verse fourteen that we, uh, if you have the spirit of God, you cry Abba, Father, for God has not given us the spirit of bondage again to fear but of love. And we call him Abba, Father. He gave us the spirit of love. The love of God was poured out into our hearts by the spirit of God that God has given to us. And it leaves no room for anything else. Love is the most fragile thing on earth, yet has the most enduring strength. It cannot fail because it's God that's why the scripture says love never fails why love is God and God is love and if you have God you have love you have it inside of you just let love loose why am I speaking this because I want God to pour his love into my heart I want to release that love that is already there. why am I speaking to you? I want you to believe in the love that is in you and release it. Now, I use the word believe and I'd like to take you to a scripture quickly. Uh, it's First John chapter 4, verse 16. You must believe in the Lord that God has. I don't have it up. Can you put it up, please? First John Chapter 4, verse 16. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. We have not only known the love, but we believe in that love that God has for us. No doubt about it. He's been poured out into your heart so you know it. He's there, it's waiting to be released. Is the love of God poured into our heart. Now, God wants us to be grounded in love. That's what I want the character of the Ark Fellowship to be like. When people come in, they feel the love. As we communicate and we fellowship with one another, we feel the love. Until it's spoken, God has nothing to confirm. So I speak the word and God is releasing, releasing the love that is already in your heart. To so go out into the world and heal. Love never causes injury. Love always heals. It says to be grounded in love. Ephesians 3 verse 17 and 19 through 19. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Who Christ may dwell in your heart, your heart through faith. That you being rooted and grounded in love. May be able to comprehend with all the saints. What is the width and the length and the depth and the height. In other words, to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. When you are grounded in love, that is the only way you can fully be filled with God. He says that you may be filled. When you have the knowledge of the love of God, then you are filled, totally filled with the fullness of God. You know what the word says here? That Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. That you being rooted, when He's dwelling, He's living in your heart by faith. Just you believing that His love is there. Living in your heart by faith. You'll become rooted and grounded in love. And you will know the love of Christ. That passes knowledge. And you will be full. Filled with all the fullness of God. You know, when He uses the word dwell. Jesus said something in John chapter 14 verse 21. He says... He who loves me. Or he who has my commandments and keeps them. It is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I, Jesus, I will love him. And manifest myself to him. When you love God, he dwells in you. In fact, the verse 23 of that same verse, Jesus was speaking. He says, if a man loves me, the Father will love him. And we will come and make our abode, our home in this person. So let Christ dwell in you by faith. So you know who love is. When Christ is dwelling in you, Jesus said, I will love him and will manifest myself to him. When he is in you, he is love. And and when you love him and you obey him, he will begin to unveil himself to you. And that's how you get to know who He is. Love. He will begin to unveil Himself. We will manifest ourselves to Him. Because God is love. And when that begins to happen, and He begins to show Himself to you, and you begin to gain understanding, you will then be filled with all the fullness of God. When they see you, they know who they're dealing with. When the demons see you, They know they're dealing with somebody. Because you now you take His place. If you're going to take the place of Christ, you have to take His place in love. When He went to the cross, He was demonstrating His love for us. He said so Himself. It was love's method of showing to the world and to you and I how much He loves us. And He's left us an example. Because you are born of love. The love of God dwells in you. Now, release it. Release it. It It's never easy. That's why He says to take up your cross. And follow me. Demonstrate your love. Be willing to die. Some of us already have lost love. Almost dead. But you're not willing to bury it. That's your cross. You want God to raise it back. From the dead. When you follow the cross, the way of love, you will actually end up in an empty tomb. Because love then will lift you after the cross. As you follow the way of love, He now will lift you for your coronation. All the way to be just like the Master. Selfishness is born out of natural human love. Can't stand a chance. Selfishness has destroyed so many homes. Caused a lot of difficulties. The first law of human natural law self-preservation. The first love of agape love that God the first law of agape love that God brought orders preservation. And because we are born of love He gives us the love commandment. That's the only commandment we need. We don't need any other commandment. Because we are born of love. And He's poured His love in your heart every one of you, if you have been born again, God's love is dwelling in you and you can love. You can love just like Jesus loved. He wouldn't ask us to do something that we can't do. He has poured His love upon us, into our hearts. So we have just these two great commandments. Two great commandments. It tells us in Matthew 22, 36 through 40. Somebody came to the Lord, a lawyer, said, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And then Jesus added, And the second is like it. It's just like the first one. If you got the first, you got the second as well. (laughs) Amen. The second is just like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments, hang all the law and the prophets. If you got these two, you got the rest of them dangling from the two. You don't have to worry about the rest of them. Just these two. And you can because you are born of God. You are born of love. God is love. The Bible says anyone who loves is born of God. And God knows God. And you are known of God. You need to go back and read the whole of 1 John chapter 4. Love is of God. When one is love-owned, love-ruled, and love-motivated, he doesn't shrink from any sacrifice. He's willing to go all the way. And Jesus did that. He went to the cross. The teacher asked, but love. Love with all your soul, with all your heart, and with all your mind. There was another man that asked the same question. And Jesus answered differently here. It was the rich young ruler. You know the story. And I'm going to read Luke eighteen from verse eighteen. Now a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one that is God. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. So Jesus was talking to him about the commandments. He didn't do that with the first guy. He gave him the two. Here he went straight to the commandment. He said, you know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor your father and your mother. And said nothing about loving God. You know this? Never said anything about that only his relationship with his fellow man. And even that wasn't perfect. Don't bear false witness. Now verse 21 says, and he said, the the rich uh, young ruler said, all these things I have kept from my youth. I've done all that you just said. All of it. So when Jesus had heard these things, he said to him, You still lack one thing. You lack one thing. Sell all that you have and distribute to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. Come, follow me. But when he heard this, he became very sorrowful, for he was very rich. And if you know the story, he turned around, he was grieved, and he walked away. And never followed Jesus. What was the issue here? Jesus told the man, you, you just need to sell your stuff and give to people. So who would benefit? God? No, people. But Jesus said, do all of that, sell all of your stuff, give to the poor, come and follow me. And he wouldn't follow. Was it love for God that was the problem, or love for man? They are both tied together. What was the problem here? Somebody else said, a lawyer said in Luke 10, 25 through 28, it says, And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? The same question the guy asked. What shall I do to inherit eternal life? This was a lawyer, and Jesus knew the lawyer knew the law. He said to to him, what is written in the law? In other words, you know the law, you've read it. What is your reading of it? What is saying? How do you interpret what you've read in the law? Tell me. Just don't quote them. Just tell me, what's your interpretation of what God said in the law? So he answered Jesus and said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your... Strength and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, Jesus said to him, You have answered rightly. Do this, and you will live. So we get back again where Jesus said, You love, please take the air conditioner, increase the temperature. I think some people are feeling a little cold. So what was the man's problem here? The rich young young ruler. What was it that he was missing? He claimed he loved the Lord. He wanted eternal life. What was the problem here? Is it the problem of his money? Does that have something to do with God? I'd like you to look at a scripture in, in Psalm 52 verse 7. This is what it says. Here is a man who did not make God his strength. Remember the Bible says, Love the Lord with all your heart, all your mind, with all your strength. Here is a man that did not make God his strength, but trusted in the abundance of his riches. This was his problem. He loved God perhaps with all his heart, (laughs) maybe all his mind. But he won't give God his strength, his money. He won't give that. And when you won't give your strength, if you won't give your mind, your love for God is imperfect. But Jesus was saying, I'd like you to give up all this natural love and come and follow me so I can pour the true love into your heart. He refused. He wouldn't have that. You see, God will not take second place when it comes to love. When it comes to your love for God, God will not take second place. When it comes to your love for your fellow man, He is not going to allow it. This man didn't make it. Remember the story. God asked Abraham because Abraham was loving his son and God was taking second place. And God said, I want you to give me that boy. And told him, your son, sacrifice that son that you love. Put him on the altar for me. What is it in your life that God will look to you and say, put it on the altar? Do you, is your strength your wealth or God is your strength? Now let me tell you this. If you are finding, finding it difficult to pay your tithe, Jesus hasn't even asked you to give everything that you have. Just a tenth. And you're having difficulty. If you can't, you have made money your strength. And your love for God and for man will be imperfect. Jesus cannot reveal himself to you. If you do anything, you'll be repeating what you hear from other people. You don't know Him. He won't reveal Himself to you. If you struggle in that area, you really need to let go. God waited for Abraham to destroy that thing that was taking the place of God's love in his heart. And he says, put him on the altar. Today is a day. Some of us need to come to the altar. And whatever that is, yours may not be money, it may be something else. But that needs to go. Because until that goes, the love of God that has been poured into your heart is not full yet. Something else is still there. And he, you won't be able to manifest that love. Just the way God intended it There is nothing greater. Love, the love of God will make the ugliest thing very beautiful. It made the cross that is so ugly. Something that is a dreadful thing. Today, people hang the cross on their neck and walk around. It was a symbol of torture. It was an evil thing in the day of Christ. But love hung on that cross. And the, lo- the cross has been transformed into something very beautiful. We put it on the church. What we're saying, love is so great. Conquered everything. Conquered the Roman Empire. Love is the greatest thing on earth. It's the most precious that God has given to us. Love is not weak. Even though it appears to be very fragile, love doesn't say you don't take what is stand for what is right. When love dies, everything that's beautiful dies as well. Love is the mightiest among the mighty, it's the most beautiful among the beautiful. Love doesn't have suspicions, no envy. Love is pure. Love is God. What do you gain when you surrender to love? What do you gain? This man, Jesus was asking him, Give everything and surrender to love. Come, follow me. When you follow the way of the cross, and you follow Jesus, and you surrender to love, and you take up your cross to love, because to love, sometimes it's not that easy. Sometimes people will make it very tough. Sometimes you love and they'll disappoint you. You pour your heart into somebody, you pour your heart into them, and then they turn around, and they let you have it. And you wonder, what am I going to do now? You know, But the way of love, Jesus says, Pray for your enemies. Do good for those. Love will always win. When it's all over, love will be coming out from the grave, ready to be crowned. Amen. What do you gain when you give all to love? What would you gain this morning if you surrender totally to the Lord Jesus? If you surrender completely, holding nothing back, What would you gain? No, when Jesus said, we must love as He loved. He's saying, take my place in this way of love. And if a man is going to love like Jesus loved, that means you're going to lose everything. Even your own life. So when when He calls you to love, come and join the army of love. This is good news. God calling us, every one of us, you sitting there this morning, God is calling us to join the army of love. It's not going to be that easy. But if you give it all to follow Him, you gain His companionship. That's what He told this fellow. Leave all of that. Sell. Come and follow Me. You gain His companionship. You gain His his strength. His wealth. Remember strength? Making God your strength. You gain His wealth. You gain His wisdom. You gain His understanding. He unveils Himself to you. You gain His life. You gain his nature and when you have the nature of Christ you cannot be defeated it may look like you are being defeated but when it's all over you will be standing that's the love of Christ love never fails you gain all when you turn everything up to to love You know, Peter, after Peter and the rest of them heard this guy. They were all surrounding Jesus when the guy was saying to Jesus, What can I do to have eternal life? And Jesus told him, Go sell all this stuff and come and follow me. And after the guy left, Jesus said, How hard it is for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. It's easier for camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And... All the disciples, because they had wealth, they all said, Oh my God! That's American translation, okay? Amen? <laughs> oh my God! Who, else is going to, who is going to be saved then? And Jesus said, With man it's impossible, but not with God. And then Peter immediately, he had to be sure. He said, Look, Master, we have left everything, everything. He lied, he's still on the home, alright? You know, alright? <laughs> We've left everything. In other words, we abandon everything and we're following you. And Peter said, what will we gain? Apart from his companionship. And to me, that's the best thing a man can have in life. Can you believe every time you go around, Jesus is with you? You sit in the car, he's sitting right there with you. You're writing your email, he's helping you read the email and writing with you. He talks to you, you are that's the greatest that a man can ever experience in life. And that's available to everyone that's born again. We have his companionship. When you are willing to abandon all. That's why we cannot allow these little foxes. That's why we cannot allow weeds to grow in the vineyard where Jesus is. Because he will choke the seed. We cannot allow this. Jesus said, Peter said here in, in Luke chapter 18 verse 28, Uh, Peter said, see, we have left all and followed you. So he said to them, assuredly I say to you there is no one who has left house or parents or brothers or wife or children for the sake of the kingdom of God who shall not receive many times more in this present life, in this present time. And you know Jesus cannot lie. When you give it all to love, you'll get them back right here on earth. You know, very soon, uh, a team will be leaving for Nigeria to give love. They'll gain it back. They'll get it back. In this present life, and in the age to come, eternal life. You don't lose anything when you love. We love as Jesus loved. If you read in John chapter 13 verse 1 the Bible says this Now before the feast of the Passover when Jesus knew that His hour had come that He should depart from the world to the Father having loved His own who were in the world? How did he love them? He loved them to the very end. Love doesn't quit along the way when things get difficult. And things will get difficult. You don't quit loving because things get difficult. People quit, people leave the church. They can't follow through. Husbands get mad. They're depending on natural human love. It doesn't work. we got to love. Wives get mad. But we must love like Jesus loved. He loved to the very end. He loved to the very end. Jesus called it His commandment. My commandment. The commandment is to, to love is Jesus' commandment. If you keep my commandment, he says, we will do this and thus for you. If you love me, we will manifest ourselves to you, the Father and I. I want to see Jesus more. When you talk about p- pure in heart, to be pure in heart is to love. And when you are love, you see God. God will unveil himself to you. John 15 verse 12 says, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Why would he tell us to love like He loved? We take His place in this way of love. We take His place in this realm of love. When you enter into the realm of love, you enter into the realm of the supernatural. You were born of love. You were born of the Spirit of God. God is love. And we are there with Him. We can love. And love is the love of Christ. This new kind of love that Jesus brought into the world. This is the love that is supposed to govern the world. That is supposed to rule the church. That is supposed to rule to have his reign in the home. That is supposed to have his way in your heart. In my heart. The love of Christ that passes knowledge. To so love as Jesus loved. That means you lose everything. That means you don't have any right anymore. I want Jesus to teach me how to release this love. I want this love to take over my life. I found myself not loving as much as I should. Well, I'm looking at it all this week, all last week, all this time. I'm thinking, this love of Christ. I don't want to act. When you step out of love, You step out of God. And when you step out of God, you step out of life. You step out of light. You are in darkness. It's the most beautiful thing God has given to us the love of God and love for one another. Love for one another. Let's love one another. That's the Bible. John says that. He was apostle of love. Let's love one another because love is of God. God is love. Let go of the hatred. Let go of people that have wronged you. Pray for them. This is the day. God is calling. Embrace them. Let go of those grudges. Don't allow those things to eat into love that is in you. Remember, the love of God is so fragile in you, yet it's so strong. Destroy everything that's evil in his in his path. This is the day to let go of that. This is the day to love one another as Christ also loved us. It's the way of love, is the love way. Would you stand up with me? You know, I believe that none of us really know how to release this love the way God will want us to release it. But we want Him to to walk through us to release this love. How many will say this morning, I'm going to go all the way. I told the Lord this morning, I want to go all the way. I want to go all the way. I want to love my brother. I want to love my sister. I want to love my family. I want to love that brother, the one that is unlovely. God give me grace. I got multiplied grace. Sometimes it may not be easy, but I still want to walk in love. Because love is God. Walking in love means walking in God. Today is the day. How many will say, I want to abandon myself to that total love, total love of God. I want to abandon myself. may not be easy. And after this, you get tested to see how you can be, how you are able to love. Amen. Let anger leave your brow. Let it leave your bosom release it forgive today forgive today so that the love of God can be poured out Amen I'd like you to join me here everyone that that really wants to love God from their heart I know we're a big church right now. So many people here. I'd like you to join me. know that the enemy doesn't love doesn't want this type of message and you cause all kinds of things without me you can do nothing Jesus said that that says within, we can do all things I want that love of Christ to govern my life I want that love of Christ to govern the Ark Fellowship I want when people come they experience the love of God that doesn't say you don't know you're right that we maintain the love of God And God is going to use this church greatly let it be our banner let the world see it let God make the Ark Fellowship an example That's why I want you all of us here, let God make the Ark Fellowship an example of His true love. When they see the Ark Fellowship and they see the people of the Ark Fellowship, they see there's love here. Heals. It heals. As they come, they feel the love. It's the love of Christ that's healed the world, those that have come to Him. And He's healing us. We make a commitment to love. Day. That doesn't say we may not ever fail. But we we'll go right back to love. Amen. There's somebody that's offended you, especially if it's a pastor. Forgive the pastor, please. Can I ask you for forgiveness? I'm a pastor. Can I ask you to forgive? Forgive that pastor. Sometimes they're just like children, just like the rest of us, they're children. They don't know they're right from the left. They need him. Forgive. Forgive him let them go pray for their ministry bless them bless them pray for the one that's offended you forgive Jesus said when you do this they will know that you are of my father who is in heaven and his light will be upon your life I have made mistakes walking stepping out of love that I want to be there more often than I'm out of it. Amen. More often in it than I'm out of it. And I'm saying that God has released His love as we come here this morning to His very presence. Would you lift your hands up to the Lord and say, God, this is what I want. This is what I want. Let it rule my house. Let it rule my heart. We will love Love doesn't criticize. Yes, we have criticized. But we stepped out of love. We have been angry. We stepped out of love. May God forgive us this morning. Forgive us. Forgive us. We want to walk the love walk. We want to love everyone. We Let it it come out of us. You've baptized us with your love. We want to let it loose. It takes fear away from us. So we can afford to be ourselves. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for loving us. You gave yourself. You showed your love to us. While we were still rebels. Doing things that your father hated. You died for us. In due time. You've called us to yourself. And we are grateful. Forgive us for every time that we've stepped out of love. We hurt ourselves. Today we step back into love. The love of Jesus. your word says where these things abound. Abide and they abound. There is no law. There is no law. Thank you, Father. Say with me, Lord, I love you. Lord, I love my brother. I love my sister. In Christ, I forgive. I release right now. I welcome the love of God that is in me. I release right now by the grace of God, the love of God that is in me I am a lover the lover lives in me I can't help but love I am a lover thank you Father Amen I'd like to remind you that uh, the young people will be having a a great time of Super Bowl this is outside love message (laughs) it's still part of it Pastor West, we have a, where's Pastor West? We have an awesome youth pastor, and uh, young people, they have a Super Bowl uh, fellowship in his home, with food rights, and a big screen television, right? They'll be watching the Super Bowl. God bless you, we're dismissed.